We flew him all the way from Venice, Italy. Just kidding. He took an Uber from Hunton Beach, but still, it's pretty cool. He is the number three middleweight in the world. It's Marvin Vittori on this week's Food Truck Diaries, and I'm feeding him pizza. Let's go. Make it big, big, super thick. From my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl for the thick boy. I need everything I get, super thick boy. You ready? Used to have a model bitch, now I got a thick one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late, yeah, we had a sick one. Mr. Vittori, what's up, brother? What's up, man? Good, good to see you, man. Thank you. Look fantastic. Just staying in shape. What are, what are we doing here? Now, you were mentioning you do ride a, a road road bike. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Road biking and, I mean, staying in shape in general. I, I train all year long. You never get out of shape. You don't do the Paulo Costa or the Patty Pimlet and get big between the fights? I used to back in the days, and then I realized it's, you know, it's a lifestyle. And, like, I mean, the way I am, you know, like, I need to keep improving, so yeah. I cannot like, and then like, I feel shit. Like it's almost like you always want to be ready, like for whatever happens. If, if, if I'm yeah, if you're too big, and the you know who knows if freaking, you know if freaking uh, Cannoneer rolled his ankle or something. Like all right, Vittori, you're up, my man. You know you gotta be ready to go. It's more like a mental state, like physically, mentally, like you know spiritually, you gotta yeah. be ready. You uh, because we're talking inside the studio there. You come off and I don't. I don't know if people realize this. Like you're a big, you're you're big on mental strength. Like you're all about you know the mental power, improving, constantly getting better. That's the one takeaway after the, just chatting with you before we came out here, and it's 107 degrees. You're just talking about you know it, there's a repetitive theme about you always constantly getting better, improving, mental strength. I don't think I don't think I've heard you really talk about that. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like you can be strong physically and technically if you. If here you're not yeah. wired properly, you know, like yeah. you need to be bulletproof. And that's yep. why, like, I believe that's why a lot of people, like, pull out of my fights and, like, they don't like to fight with me in a sense because they know it's going to be a war. And, like, Correct. it's it's intense, you know, like, it's, they know I'm not going to go anywhere, man. Like, it's... You're a tough like, one to break. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you, can, you can hit me, you can kick me, you can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want, but, yeah. like... I'm gonna keep coming, you know. It's a good time to be a middleweight, man. Middleweight is spicy right now, dude. I mean, you got a huge fight, and it just got announced, it got rebooked. Obviously, you know, Whitaker's had some issues, and then it gets rebooked. You're fighting in Paris now in September, which I think is it's kind of a blessing in disguise, man, because you know your Italian fans can much easier get down there than come to the states or where the hell it was gonna be at. So now it's in Paris. You know, it's the first time UFC's in Paris. My only knock on this fight is it's three rounds. I feel like you and Whitaker should be five rounds. Yeah, absolutely. I think this should be a five rounds fight. But yeah, man, I mean, I was, when was it the last time? When I was in Phoenix, I was getting booed and shit. Like this time, just me, I'm bringing like a thousand people. Just people who came through me, which is crazy. So Yeah, it's great. So then, uh, and then all the people that are going to come from all over the world. So definitely I'm not going to be booed in this one. No, you better not get booed. And uh, for you, do you see this as... Uh, kind of a title eliminator fight, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Whitaker, staple of the division, former world champion. Obviously, you guys have both lost to Izzy, so it's like I would assume the winner of this is the number one guy. I, I believe it should be, and um, I'm going to go out there trying everything to look for a finish, and, uh, you know, like if it's that dominant, then I think it should be, you know. 
And for, are you a guy, because you know, you've lost to Izzy twice now, are you a guy that you want Izzy to keep winning so you can redeem yourself and get that rubber match or the, you know, the third fight, or do you not care? You know, honestly, I never gave a fuck. Like, yeah. even after I fought him the first time, like, every time he's winning, fuck that motherfucker, you know? Like, yeah. But, you know, like, who cares, you know? By now, like, we proved each other outside of our fight, so who cares, you know? At the end yes. of the day, like, I don't care. Like, I know I'm going to face him again. I know for sure there's going to be a third fight. Yep. For sure. Unless he's, he's going to run forever. But either way, you know, like, I'm going to be champion at one point, And if he's already somewhere else, like, he'll come back to face me because he knows, like, yeah, if you're bro, like, you like, I remember in the press conference, he was saying, like, uh, oh, my, you know, my friend died or something. I'm going to, like, uh, like, uh, you know, like, do it for him. Yeah, destroy, the yeah, dedicate, yeah. destroy. Like, I came out with a samurai mask. Didn't do fucking shit. Run for, <laughs> run for, like, five rounds and just leg kick me. Like, so, but I, he you, can't be happy with that. I, I think what's interesting, too, is your first fight uh, between you and Izzy, you know, it was a split decision. Some people thought you did enough in the third round to, to get it done. But if you go back and, and watch that fight, like the you've gotten so much better since that first fight with Izzy to where you're at now. Yeah. I think it says a lot about your work ethic. And again, back to what we started the show with is you keep talking about improving all the time. Yeah, your mental yeah, yeah. space. Yeah. No, but you see like he's he's a tricky he's a tricky fighter, man. You gotta give him that. He's very experienced. Like he really like he sees fighting like a game, so to him, there's not a bit of pressure whenever he walks into that cage, and you got to give him that because he, he deals with it really like, really like methodically in everything that he does. Yeah, so the best. he edged me on the um, not mentally in the sense of like uh, toughness or anything like that, but like on the tricky part of the mental game in a sense. Yeah, on, on my last fight and. Uh, so he was still on that, on that, on that, set, like on, on that, um, from that point of view, he was still like on point. But I, I think I would credit that to, you know, Izzy has been the guy for quite some time. So those big fights, you know, it's not that you haven't been in those big fights, but for him to, you know, defend the title as many times as he has, fighting Anderson sure. Silva, like he's been those big moments so many for times, sure, you get sure. used to it. So it's an experience IQ, fight yeah. IQ thing. No, but yeah, you're yeah. The, the, the title fight is something different for sure. It's a different so, animal. So, yeah, a little bit for sure. But I really feel like now I pretty much, I mean, basically seen it all. So the next time I'm going to see him, I'm, I think I'm going to be better under every fucking aspect. And uh, it's going to be good. Going back to the first fight, what amazed me for the first fight is that, like, I was so green. Yes. And he still couldn't do shit. I was, I, I go back and I'm like, fucking hell, I'm baiting, like, I'm, I'm, You're I'm falling for everything. Yeah, like, like he's faking me and I'm like reaching big on yeah. everything. And I'm like, he couldn't still do shit. Yeah. And, uh, you so come, you I come know, like, I got more than him, you know, yeah. but just a process. And I mean, he's a little bit older than me. He's been in so many fights, so I can see the why, but I'm, I'm going to catch up and pass him for sure. One of the things that, Izzy is good at doing is adjusting on the go also. Yeah, the top so. guys, like you at Floyd Mayweather, you know, those first few rounds, he's just downloading data. He's just seeing the way you react to feints and whatever. And then once they download the data, you're kind of screwed. You know, Izzy's just very that, similar. In MMA, everything, like, you got to shorten the time on everything because there's not as many rounds. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. every round count because then you know you're down two and then you got to win the next three. Yeah, and those top five, you know, it's all you know. Styles make fights, and 
you know, the champ is always going to adjust to whatever style and get the job done. But, you know, when you look at the, the landscape, like you mentioned, you versus Cannonier to me is an amazing fight. Stylistically, that's a fun-ass fight, that's good, man. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good, yeah, I mean, like, both Southpaws. But, um, yeah, it's just like this guy that relies a lot on to, to power, to be honest, they don't, they don't end up being well with me, I think, because... I can take the power, you know? Yeah. And then they're like, fuck, like that, that's my best that's asset. That's go-to, yeah. Yeah, and you, you, so, you take that away from them. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that'd be a great fight. I just, middleweight is so fun right now, man. You middleweights are savages. Then uh, you guys are good on social media. You get on the mic, like, you'll talk shit. We know Paul Costa's doing his weird shit on social media. Izzy's good at it. Sean Strickland's good at it, you know? You guys are wild boys. And then Robert Whitaker's like, whoa, Mr. Nice Guy. Whitaker's like, hey, be cool, man, you know? But he's been all over the place. He's talking shit, too. Is he? So, yeah, I mean, That's like, not like Robert. No, but, you know, like, he's sometimes, like, like you know, put it out there. He's like, oh, I'm better than Marvin everywhere. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> kind of always in a nice way, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, would, he'll talk would, shit. Would it get weird for you? Because you and uh, Strickland, you know, you guys sparred together. You guys are pretty close. Would it would it be weird for you if you guys have to fight? They asked us to, to fight. And we're like, oh, you know, they want us to fight. How long ago? Before the Pereira fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's crazy, bro, because there's so much shit going on, like, behind the scene with me. Because me and him are all right, are good. We have a weird relation, but it's good. Because... Uh, it's a weird fucking relation because we know we're, we might fight one day, but we're still kind of friends. But at the same time, it's hard for me to be friends because I got all these other people that are friends with me. And he's talking all like, you know, I got Muslim friends. I got like Christian friends. I'm yeah. like, I mean, yeah. I'm Christian myself. Not, you know, like not the most like religious guy, but, but still. Yeah. So yeah, cross it, and, he, and yeah, and he'll be talking all kind of shit. So like, oh, this motherfucker talks shit. And I saw you training with him. Ah, yeah, bro. Like, I'm just he's just good work. And I'm, you know, it's my friend. So but he's, he's hard to stand with his fucking with what he, he says. Yeah. So with Sean Strickland, it, I, I feel like it's organic. He's not trying like a Kobe Covington or something like that. I feel like it's organic, but he's also, you know, he knows this stuff is going to get traction, but I don't, it, it doesn't feel like an act. Do you think it's an act or he's no, just firing off at the hip and doesn't realize the it's, repercussions? It's not an act, but how many things that could be like, um, how do you call it? Like, like controversial? Controversial yeah. that, that, like, that you think, but you don't say. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? I mean, my entire life. And day. exactly. So why yeah. the fuck, you don't, but you don't say them. No, And then he no, fucking sir. says them, like, so... That's why, you know, like, so what? See, like, part of me likes that. <laughs> part of me likes that out of him because I like he has no filter, even though, you know, he gets lit up for it. Part of me is like, yeah, it's him, though. <laughs> you know, whether I agree with it or not, I'm like, yeah, it's him, you know? But yeah, so um, that, that's it. But no, so they asked us to fight, and we're like, you know, like. That's awkward. If, for, a, for a title fight, yes, but for if it's not a title fight, then, like, you know, we would do it for money, so let's pay us more, and they're like. That's the like, thing, it, you know. Um, they gave me they gave me Whitaker, which I was even more happy. Yes, they gave for him. you that's a bigger fight, right? And then you know, with Alex Pierre, you know, for him, it, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a dangerous fight. But you know, I, I I've heard around the water cooler, if he were to win that fight, he gets a title shot, right? Yeah, I think so. Or Alex gets a title shot. So you know, it's it's the fight business, not the friend business. You know, as much as you guys are friends, it's like you're telling me and. You can tell, you know, I'm not, I'm not being shitty here, but it's like, would you rather have Sean Strickland as a friend or be world champion? The first Italian world champion. Oh, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not even, sure. what are we yeah, talking about? Champion, yeah. yeah, yeah, driving Ferraris and shit in Italy. You're fucking doing your thing. 
I can still do that already, but yeah, you well, yeah, but you could have more. No, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. No, yeah. it's it's a it's a thing of mine that I, I, do I sell myself yeah. to do it. And, uh, and do I you have a Ferrari? Uh, no, on my own, not but yet. I've tried many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you become champion, you should definitely get one. For yeah? sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. They should give me one for free. A hundred Dana. If he if he wins, <laughs> get him a goddamn SF ninety. Dana, come on. But uh, this this food truck that we got here, it's an interesting story because I was at a, a function with my, my kiddos, like a Halloween function. And there's all, it's in Calabasas and there's all these food trucks. And this food, you'll see it. It's this crazy at night, it's all lit up and shit. So I took a picture of it, I sent him my guy Casey. I'm like, dude, let's book this food truck. It's the coolest food truck I've ever seen. He hits them up, they tell us the price. I'm like, let's wait. Let's go ahead and wait <laughs> on the food truck. And then when we hit you up, you're like, yeah, I'm down to do it, but I want good pizza. So I was like, oh, this is the time to bring out the hitter. So we got this special, Food truck free. I don't. Hopefully the pizza's good. It better be good. You know what I'm saying? Better be if good. Not for for one day you go back to fighting. Yeah, man. Yeah, for one day. I'm, yeah, yeah. You can see me lose another fight. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, the, the guy looks tough. You know, I don't know, man. I tell dick jokes now, dude. I'm not ready to get punched in the face. But uh, let me because you, your fight's not till September, so I can't have you eating a whole pie. But one slice, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll just get back on the bikes, dude. Yeah, exactly. So let me feed you, man. Take a little break from chatting with my Italian brother from an Italian mother, Marvin Vittori. Because, man, I'm on the road these days, or if I'm getting my coffee or getting lunch, I'm seeing a lot of dudes out there on these streets with no hair. That's right, and this is just facts. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they're 35. How about more than 50 million dudes in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness? Thank God for Keeps. My friends at Keeps, I keep telling you bald dudes all the time. Keeps offers simple, affordable, stress-free way to keep your freaking hair. All you do, you meet with a doctor virtually, all right? You don't have to go in an office. There's none of that. We take all the guesswork out of it, all right? And then they approve your medication, and it's delivered straight to your door every three months. You never have to leave the crib. 24-7 care and support. We got you. It's low cost. Treatments can start at $10 per month. Keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA-approved medications to prevent hair loss. This is the real deal. Keep your hair holy field. We got you, man. They have everything you need. Keeps got it all. Delivered straight to your door. Discreet little package. Proven results. Nobody has to know you're doing stuff for your mane, all right? Remember, prevention is key. So if you lost your hair, this isn't for you. If it's starting to go, you need to do something ASAP about it because treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. When it comes to your hair, save time, save money, spend less with keeps, if you're ready to take action, dudes, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-U-B, to receive your first month of treatment free. That's keeps.com slash shop to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash shop. Now let's get back to the program. How we doing, boss? I'm good, man. Yourself? We're good, man. We're uh, My man here asked for pizza, so we called the... Fanciest truck we know, man. You go, Sent you... out that pizza bat signal. Came to the right place. Yeah, your truck yeah. is insane, man. Yeah, man, one of a kind out here. In You're LA, the you know? only food truck I've seen where you guys you have two levels. You, like, he's standing up there. Yeah, we're probably the only one like this in LA. Yeah, I've you? never seen it. Yeah. We do this all the time. But he, he's, I hate to put pressure on you, he's from Italy. Hey, like, we're, born we're ready race. for it. All Let's right. Go. 
Well, Art. the spelling is right. Is it? The yeah. name is? Okay, Divac that's a good sign. Yeah. All right, that's a good sign. Yeah. What do you, uh, I mean, standard pizza, huh? I mean, as far as like the decisions. Uh, my personal favorite is, I like the white heat, but I like, I'm a, I'm a meat guy, so I add sausage to it. Okay. Um, and then most popular right here on the truck is the pepperoni and the margarita. Standard. Yeah. What are, you, what are you going with, Marvin? I'm an old school guy, like uh, margarita is going to be good. We can, we can add some, uh, Get wild, man. What's it called? Like um, sausage on it? Yeah, good choice. On the margarita, though. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, I'll do the margarita just how it is, then I'll also try the classic pepperoni. Yeah, no problem, yeah. man. Yep, that's it, brother. I got Easy you peasy. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Takes about seven minutes for the pizza to be ready. Okay, perfect, okay, man. Ready for you, right? All right, thanks, sir. Perfect. Let's do it. It's the thick boy. It's the thick. It's the thick boy. It's the thick. It's the thick boy. Do you wanna ride with the thick boy? Brand new whip, new drip boy. Walk right in, got a lip boy. Came right back with the hits boy. Take another little break from chatting with the number three middleweight in the world, Marvin Vittori. We're we're chatting up, we're hitting it off. I gotta be honest, I feel like we're hitting it off. I'm hitting it off with this Italian dude right now, and you guys are watching this and we're eating pizza. But listen, I gotta talk to you guys out there. If you got a bush. You're messing up, man. Ask your girl. Ask your dude, for that matter. Bushes aren't cool, fellas. They're just not hip anymore. It's not the 70s. You got to trim your bush, but you got to do it the right way. My friends at Manscaped, they got you covered, man, because taking control of your bush can be overwhelming. I used to have a bush, and it was overwhelming. It was like Jumanji down there. And I took care of it with Manscaped because they got the best nutsack hitter possible all right save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself by using the discount code shab 20 that's s-e-h-a-u-b 20 for 20 percent off and free shipping at manscape.com we got you man whether you want to go looking like a bald ego or just need a safe trim manscape is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game not just your nutsack not just your bush the grooming package, which I recommend, I use all the time. The performance package 4.0. Inside this package, what is in there, Brendan? I'm glad you asked. Well, they have the lawnmower 4.0. The electric trimmer is a bush's worst nightmare. Yeah, they're, they're enemies because it can trim all around that bush. Doesn't nick your sack. You don't have to worry about it. There's a light on it if you want to do it in the dark while your girl or man's sleeping. Nobody has to know. Shave down that Jumanji bush of yours. All right? We got you, man. It's basic landscaping. When you trim the hedges, the trees stand taller. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be an elephant with giant ears and just a small tusk. You know what I'm saying? You got to switch it up. That makes sense. All right. We got you guys, man. Second best tool in the performance package is the Weed Whacker. It's a fine-tuned nose and ear hair trimmer. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I catch anybody with hair hanging out of their nose or their ears, you can't be friends. And you can take care of it very easily with this package, man. And they also got a little something to add a pep in your step, the Crop Preserver. It's ball deodorant, all right? And they also have a Crop Reviver, a spray-on testy toner. Your nuts will thank you. And with the performance package, you get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, which your boy uses when I'm on the road, and the freaking 
patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. I love these, man. They have a bunch of other products on the website to help you maximize your confidence in the grooming game. Don't be ashamed of it, dude. All right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20 at manscaped.com. All right, you guys got this. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SHOB20, that's S-C-H-A-U-B, 20. It's time to level up. That bush of yours, man. All right. That's manscaped.com. Promo code is SHOB20 for 20% off. Now let's get back to the freaking program. All right, my man. Let's do it. I don't know if it's going to be. Well, you've already tried it. Approval? Oh, yeah. yeah, Real Italian? It's approved. It's approved? It's approved. Now, we're, uh, if I were to go back to your hometown in Italy, which is where? You're good, man. Mezzo Corona. It means half crown. Half crown? Mezzo Corona. It's nice there, huh? It's beautiful, man. Yeah. Do you get to go back a lot or no? I was just back, yeah. Every time I have a like I have a moment I'll be back I'll go back yeah. Really? All yeah, your family's back there? Yeah, yeah. My mom, my brothers, yeah. What kind of food are we eating if we head back there, my man? We eat a lot of like um how do you call the the I mean my my uncle and stuff, they always go hunting, so a lot, sometimes they bring me back like meat from like oh, um, deers and stuff. Oh, shit. But um, we eat a lot like, many times we'll be laughing, like polenta is like um, corn. Um, I know what it is. Like the, um, yeah, the yeah, 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 like the, the mushy, yellow, like that, and then like kind of like a stew, like we call it like um, spezzatino, it's like a, kind of like a stew, but with different with spices and stuff. stuff in it. No, it, and maybe because I'm just ignorant, but you guys, are you guys making pizzas or no? I just uh, feel like your mom's pizza's always making pizzas. Thing. No, not no, really. Pizza's stupid. more of a thing like you go out and you eat it. Like, it's like, pizzas are very, like, easy thing. Like, sometimes when you don't know what to eat and, like, you want something easy, fast, but it's always good and it's always, like, you know, it's never disappointing. But, like, this, like, would I find this type of pizza in Italy or the, there's, it's a different? No, you of. can find some, like, so this is good for a truck pizza like yeah. like like but it's not bad though like you could eat it like in that you'll find places that like it wouldn't be like considered the best pizza but it's not it's not bad it's yeah, good yeah, pizza it's yeah. good solid yeah yeah, yeah but, solid. In, but in italy there, there's like some real pizza out there yeah yeah but I mean, yeah yeah but even in italy like you have different styles of pizza from like the, from the north to the south like like in naples with like in naples that is like the original pizza in a sense it's more thicker with like the um, with the outside super thick. Yeah, I like that. Like sometimes more in the north they make it thinner, so you know. And then Americans got a hold of it. We're putting ranch on it. And yeah, and then and Americans shit. like yeah, ruined it. Made like made it fat. Yeah, made it. Like, you guys yeah. do it with nice ingredients like real dough and shit. Americans like oh let's just destroy this. One of thing. the main thing about the pizza is to let the dough rest. Yeah, all of these. Americans don't have time that, for that. Yeah, exactly. A lot of these like places that like they have to sell a lot, they won't let the dough rest, you know. And then they it's well up in your in your belly, and then that's why you feel bloated. Yeah, yeah. Domino's don't have time to let the dough rest. Exactly. You feel me, Marvin? Yeah. But growing up, a lot of home cooked meals, everything. It's you and how many how many brothers you have? From my mother and father, like just one. Then my 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 father remarried, but so I have another two brothers, two siblings, but. Growing up, just one brother, so yeah. Me, are, my brother, and my mom. Yeah, yeah. And he's older? No, younger. He's, he's younger. younger. Yeah. Would you guys scrap growing up? 
I actually, yeah, yeah. I forced him to put, like, I put him into Greco-Roman wrestling and then, uh, and then boxing. Just to get better Fucked at the house? Fucked his nose up and then, <laughs> and then, and then he went back to study. But he was tough. Was he tough? What? He was tough. He was tough, but wasn't his thing. So for you, but I, he messed up his nose like three months <laughs> in, bro. Bad. Now, still nowadays, he got his nose messed up. Yeah. So, so growing up for you, it's not like, you know, I'm sure it's bigger now, especially with the success you've had in the UFC, but it's not like Italy's the, a hotbed for MMA, you know? Like, you're not known no. as, like, a fighting nation, as, you know, no. compared to, like, you know, parts of Russia or you oh, know, no. here, you know, like, fightings, or, you know, no. especially in Ireland, like, it's in the, in the blood out there, you know? So for, for to be Italian, to grow up and go, oh, I want to fight... Was your friend and family like, what the hell are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, dude? for sure. Kick yeah, a soccer yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, growing up, I actually played a little bit of soccer. I wasn't good at it. But, um, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. My mom was like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, but what gave you the inspiration to start fighting your underwear in a so, cage? I remember going across this, like, this Fedor Emelianenko video, man. Fedor do it. That just, that that just, did, that it. just did something in my mind. I'm like, fucking hell, bro, this guy. You started suplexing like your brother and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, so I have a little like uh, um, little park next to my house, and I literally just started calling my friends and like, let's fight, let's fight. And then uh, and were they into it? There was one guy that was into it, man. And uh, yeah, we just did like bare, bare knuckle, bro, like just fucking oh, fighting, wow. yeah. Kimbo slice style. Kind of like that, but like we just scrapping, and then he's trying to take me down. But like once you don't, when, when both of people don't know, it gets rough as hell. Like, uh, yeah, I watch it's super rough. The time, yeah. You're rolling out like and then yeah. for a little bit. I we start we we kept doing that, coming back with like black eyes and stuff, and then um, then I'm like maybe I want to start doing it properly. How, how old are you at this point? Fourteen. Fourteen. I mean, that's young to get into yeah. fighting. So then, did you find a local gym? And you're like, so I, not a ton, right? No, no, no. So in my, I come from like a, my, my town is like 5,000 people. So the next city next to my town is like 50 minutes drive. So there, there was a gym. And then there is another city that, that had like a wrestling gym, Greco-Roman, because they're still like, uh, men's do Greco and women were doing freestyle. Yeah. So I was going to that town where there was like, 30 minutes away, and then, uh, so basically I was, I would finish high school, uh, 3 p.m., jump on a train with my bike, get like 30 minutes away into this city called Rovereto, get on my bike, get to the gym, train there, get back to the train, drive, like, uh, get, get to the train to, to the city in the, me in, in, uh, in the middle between that city and, and my hometown, do another training, and then go back, and then that was my life for like three, like, Two years, and you, then I moved to London. You must have been passionate about it to be 14, jumping on trains and shit, jumping for on sure, bikes sure. to do all that. Yeah, and but sure. you loved it when you walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I, it was awesome because I, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, man, because I was into like, uh, I did other like uh, seminars before about like uh, martial arts and stuff, but they were like super soft, you know. Yeah. And this time, at least they were like a little more serious. Like the warm up was serious, and then. Uh, at least they were teaching things, you know. In the beginning, once you like see even basic stuff like arm bars, triangles, and you're like, "Fucking you know, hell, this thing really can choke yeah. somebody out. Really can break like yeah. this shit can really break somebody's arm." You, like you don't see that in like other like tradition. Unfortunately, nowadays no, in traditional yeah. martial arts. Not at all. Yeah. 
So like I'm breaking like, fucking no, this, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm like, fucking no, for real, this shit can work. And so, yeah, that, that got me like, or like rare naked choke, stuff like that. I'm like, I can put somebody out for real. And then so going to those gyms in Italy, and then you're like, oh, I need to up my game here. I'm going to go over to London, because London, yeah. especially at the time, 14, yeah. Yeah, especially at the time, starting to be a hotbed for MMA. You guys like Bisbing, Dan Hardy coming out of there, you know? I went to train. It just happened to like, uh, I was on a competition and I met this guy and uh, he's like, why don't we go to London for like a week to, to check it out? Who is this guy? London Street Fighter. Who is the guy? One guy that we, we were doing like some uh, grappling competition and then he, he stopped basically. Actually, I saw him the last time I just went to Italy. It was crazy. I saw him like randomly. He was in Rome. Was he doing well or? He's doing well, but like he's just doing grappling like amateur now. Gotcha. Like, like, yeah. So he, so he was like, let's go to London and up our game. Yeah. Because there's some real gyms out there. And I went to London Shoot Fighter. And I remember mm. we walk in there, we get destroyed, man. <laughs> and after that, they, they went on us like they wanted, they wanted to show us the, the ropes, you know? That's how it was back in the day. Like, you walk in the gym, you don't know what you're doing. They're going to light you up so you know. But we weren't really, like, showing up or nothing. Like, all right, like, let me check it out. We weren't really, like... You weren't there to... Yeah, I wasn't yeah, there to fight. prove a point. Yeah, yeah. but they, they still, and I'm glad they did. And then I remember I walk out of the cage and um, I lay on the mat after nobody's there. And I'm like, this is where I want to be for the next. Wow, after that ass whooping, you're like, this is for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a special breed, my man. Because I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to hang out with that other guy I saw in Rome the other day and do, not do shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, though. Thinking, <laughs> yeah, thinking you're crazy. Something weird. So then you just, so then did you move full-time to London and start training there? And then, yeah, I finished high school, and then I finished in June, and then, like, like by July, I was in, I was in London. Didn't even know English. Wow, goddamn. I went by myself, because this guy never came after. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, because he got his ass whooped. He was like, no, dude. I'm, Only well, guy I'm I knew was one guy that I met that time that I went. It was an Iranian guy. Um, crazy motherfucker, crazy. Really we we came this close to stab each other in that fucking house so many times. <laughs> My mom would send me like some some food from like Italy, like like to London, like you know, like. And I see him like maybe I come home later at night, and this motherfucker is there opening up my shit. That your mom said. Yeah, that, that my mom said me yeah. like. And he's like, you're in my house, this is my shit too. I'm like, oh, what wow. the fuck are you talking about, motherfucker? Like, bro, like, crazy shit. It makes sense, though. Yeah, Iranians, guys, like, they, they grew up different, bro. Like, different. like these guys, like, they're tough dudes, I'm from man. Italy, like, yeah, bro. Like, they're fucking tough, man. So, and the Ira Iranian wrestlers, I don't know if you had a wrestling background, you got your hands full. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. In London, there's, like, not the best wrestlers, but, like, in London, there's a lot of Iranians. Wrestling's not their thing, yeah. But, um, so no, you're... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not thing. But, so you go from... How long was it, were you training in London, and then you made the freaking gigantic jump over the States? Because did you realize when London, like, oh, if I'm going to do this and actually do this, I need to be in the States? So, I was in London. Then, eventually... I moved back to Italy for like six months because living in London was hard. Like basically, the years like nine, 19 to 21, the years where like all your friends get fucked up and go out and party and yeah. have fun. Have a good time. For me, we're like working and training. That's about it. Well, that's why you, what, where you're at, where you're at now. Yeah. yeah. 
but it wasn't easy. Like I'm like no, I'm, I'm there cutting weight like alone during the summer, and I see these motherfuckers out and partying. I'm like, fucking bastards. Yeah, you probably questioned yourself a few times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kept telling myself like one day, one day. You yeah. Know? Like you know. So after a couple of years, um, I had enough of it. And were you? And were you? Did you no, start so to like, do I always fights? had this moment through my through my career where I'm like, um, I need a change. So I went back and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna figure it out. And then um, I started I started training in Milan, and it was good because by the time I already made a little bit of a name for myself, so they they the gym in Italy saw me a little bit in a different way. They saw that I was a little they bit of something you. different. Yeah. yeah, they knew you had talent. And you had the fight in you. Now, they knew you because were you doing amateur fights at the time? Like all no, around? no, I already went pro by then. In oh, Oregon, damn. Yeah. I had like five, five, six fights. Yeah. Okay, undefeated, I assume? No. <laughs> so one of the reasons, five and one, that's why like... Okay, that's pretty good. The, the one I lost, when I lost the fight, that's when I questioned all the things. And then I moved back to Italy. Moved to Italy. For six months. Yeah. And then I did a tournament called um, Venator which was pretty cool because for the first time there was this guy that like invested some good money in it and um, wanted to go like uh, film and send it on TV, kind of like kind of like the Ultimate Fighter kind of style yeah. but for Italy. So I was in this tournament, I won the tournament. I won like 10,000 euro by the time. And then they gave me another opponent and to defend my belt. And it was like an international opponent, an English guy actually called Jack Mason. And I'm like, this guy is really experienced. And in general, like like you said, like I knew that to make another like a, a, another step forward, I had to eventually go to America. Yeah. So when I was in London, what happened that what what happened back then is that like one time I went to America with my jiu-jitsu coach to do a competition, and we ended up at the Cabrinha's gym, and we met Babalu, and then I met Babalu there. So it always remained in my mind. He told me like, oh, you should go at Kings. And you knew who Babalu was, right? I knew who Babalu yeah, was, yeah, legend, for sure, yeah. Legend, yeah. Legendary, yeah. Especially because I was such a Fader fan, and I saw his fight. Yes. Even though he lost, but I knew. Still. I knew stuck. that. Yeah. And then, um, so I was in Italy after six months. No, I won this tournament, and then they gave me this fight, and I'm like, I need to go and do a camp in, in, in America. Like a real camp, yeah. So, came to America. Even that crazy story, because came to America thinking one thing, didn't realize how fucking expensive is California. What were you thinking? Oh, so you came to, not only did you come to America, but you came to uh, California. To California. Was your first to, one. Yeah, yeah. To, draw, to try to go to Kings. To Kings, yeah. And I thought we got a place for like seven, eight hundred dollars per month. Tough. Like, hell no. I'm like, and I, I, I asked Babalu, and the Babalu stopped, stopped replying, to be honest. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now I'm fucked. How am I going to do it? Uh, so I'm in this fucking McDonald's uh, getting like the um, the Wi-Fi. Basically, stay there two days because I'm like, I was just leaving to go to train, and then remember, come back and, and then come back and like stay there like 24 Jesus hours McDonald. <laughs> At least I had a Wi-Fi, and then I, I scrolled through the whole fucking numbers that I had, and uh, and last fucking resort was this guy that's called Jason Manley. I still know him now. He's, uh, till till Jason Manley. Jason Manley. Manly. Manly, Manly. Jiu-Jitsu guy. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, One of my favorite people on the planet. Really? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 I know yeah, Jason really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that guy, like, he's one of the main reasons I might be here today. Wow. Because he brought Rachel 
uh, you know, her is uh, yeah. his, uh, his girl now. Yeah. Right? They have a they have a. And she was together. a fighter too. Yeah. yeah, she fought in that tournament back then in Italy. So we met, and he's like, he was telling me about all these things. Oh, I'm training with this and that. Like I'm a good friend with Nate, but for me, it was so far. And I'm like, bro, this guy's full of shit. Yeah. To be honest, and we were in the sauna cutting weight, and I'm like, whatever. Like I'm on my own, and yeah. like, he's talking. But then, but then he got really close to my nutritionist, which is also. Uh, which I've always been also, I've, I've, I've been for like 10 years now almost. And uh, and then last resort, I called his, I called Jason and he just picks me up and I stay with him for three months basically. Mayhem. Train with him and Jason Miller. Mayhem? Yeah, also a good dude. Obviously, you know, having an issue, but Mayhem Miller, it's so crazy to me, man, that you went through every number and, you know, I don't know if you believe in signs, something like that, but... Knowing Jason Manley, there couldn't be a better guy. For, he was the perfect guy to call. So there's oh. re, to me, I don't know. You know, I know you're somewhat religious. There has to be something there where your last call, phone call is Jason Manley, and if you gave me, you know, a list of a hundred people, he would be my first call to help you out. That's how crazy that is. Yeah, Jason Manley's like salt of the earth. Also, complete savage when it comes to jujitsu. Oh, like least. mastermind. Smart guy, businessman, yeah, yeah. like he knows everybody. So for him to pick you up and take you under his wing is so insane. Like the chances of that are so nuts, man. So yeah, that's the story. <laughs> and I stayed with him, bro, in his fucking house. And I'm like, you know, after a little bit, I'm like, you know, I've got to pay you or something, you know, you know, like eventually, you know, I know how expensive it is. And I don't want to be like, Freeloading. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, no, never asked me for nothing. Not a fucking thing. That's Jason. He saw he saw something in you, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's that type of dude. Such a good person. Yeah. You still talk to him today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I go out to Vegas, like, and I want to, like, uh, trade some jiu-jitsu, like, uh, MMA wrestling and stuff, I always hit him up. And I'm actually, for the 2nd of July, I think he opened a gun store in, in Vegas. Oh, really? So I think I'm gonna be out there for, like smart just, business. Yeah. 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 He's a really smart guy. No, really, really know. smart guy. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. And I'm sure he's so proud of you now. You know, ranked yeah, number yeah. three in the world. You fought for a world title. Like I'm sure he's so proud of you. No, no, for sure. We, we remain in contact for sure. Does he hit you up now? I'm like, hey man, remember when I let you stay for free? I need ten percent. Because he is a businessman. You know. <laughs> well, man, we had this pizza. I think it's pretty good. I don't know if it's good as you know. Back home, but for an L.A. It's food good, truck, coolest food it's truck good. we've had. Uh, you, I almost finished it. Yep, don't finish it because you have a f big fight coming up in September. Yeah. You win that one, we're going Sizzler again. And you said you were going to buy a Ferrari, so that's cool. I'll help you get the Ferrari. Um, me or Jason Manley will. I mean, Jason Manley probably has better connection than I do. But um, I can't tell you how long we wanted you on the show, man. Hopefully you enjoyed the pizza. You know who we're rooting for here when you fight freaking Whitaker and uh, Paris, man. I think it's just... It's just a s special time for you, man. Don't pick against me when I fight at the sign again. I try not to, man. <laughs> I try not to. All right, it's all right. fucking tough, you know? But yeah, I know, no, but now you, that I know I, what a I'll savage you are. I'll show a different version of me in, uh, in this next fight. That's the key, sure. my brother. Like, you're, to me, like, you're such, and we have fighters in it all the time. You're, you're special. I knew you were a really good fighter. You're special because your fight IQ and you're aware of what you need to work on and your ability to work on it and improve those gaps, you're going to be world champion, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Before we leave, and I always forget because I have CT, you'll know what that's like down the road. But right. um, it's fun. It's fun. But we give every fighter 
a pair of kicks, my man. Now, the, I don't know if you're a sneakerhead. You came with some golden gooses, which I appreciate. Now, these are special because my friends at Suplex, I go, all right, we got Marvin Vittori come on, man. Number three got middleweight in the world. He's from Italy. So I go, what, what, could, what Italian shoe could we do? And so we did our research. Now, these are the Union 2 Jordans, right? And Union is a shop, uh, like a streetwear shop in California, and they do a collab with uh, Jordan. They have a bunch of different collabs. Mm -hmm. And this is their uh, Jordan 2 collab. But this is the first Jordan, when the original 2s came out, that was made in Italy. So the leather's Italian, everything was made nice. in Italy. And these are the Union versions. So hopefully you dig them. They're your size. That's why I asked for your shoe size. I'm not a creep. Nice. So it says, Mr. Vittori, please enjoy and wear these Union AJ2s from Suplex and the Thick Boy Squad. Nice. Suplex. Oh, they're good, bro. Yeah. Beautiful, bro. Pretty dope shoe, man. So hope you rock those. But there's a connection because, you know, your Italian roots, your L.A. roots, this the Cali roots. What is UN? Your union. Oh, union. It's the collab, yeah. Nice. Yeah, if you don't like them, you always sell them for a pretty penny. <laughs> but uh, I want. Nah, nah. I love these. Yeah. Nah, nah, but there you go, my brother. Yeah, thanks for doing the show. Yeah, appreciate you, man. You're the best, brother. Thank you, Thank you man. Enjoy.